1: Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store.
2: Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is.
3: Time now for The
0: Drive with Mark Ennis, presented by Fitness Market on 93.9 The Ville. Fitness Market is Louisville's premier location for home
3: and commercial fitness equipment and electric bikes. Find them online at thefitnessmarket.com. Now, here's Mark Ennis and Mark Lieberman. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Mark Lieberman here. Uh, until we get the uh, the all clear, we're reduced uh, to just the text line here. So until we can take calls, we're just going to uh, beg you to bear with us and ask you to uh, to text in.
4: We have our top men working on it.
3: That's <laughs> top. That's it's for basically you just Tanner by himself.
4: I think. But like so. we said, top men. Yes, Tanner. You better have like the cigarette dangling and like the phone's ringing and you're just like glasses on top of your it. head. Yes, and just right. Doing all kinds of like. The red and the blue wire, like, are
5: not, you know, you're just grease on the shirt. Do you have yes. a camera on me? That, that's exactly <laughs> how it is right now, Lieberman, or Coach Lieberman. Uh, my bad. Uh, that's okay, but I seriously doubt
4: that's exactly what's happening. I think you're on your phone looking at some hockey stuff instead of uh, working fervently to get also, this fixed. Tanner,
3: unfortunately, <laughs> working in radio, which is a, primarily an audio uh, medium, we talk about this with players sometimes. There are players who are just cursed with faces that don't look like they work that hard no matter what they do. Earl Clark, to me, is like the ultimate one. <laughs> like, no matter what he did, he just was going to look like a guy that was kind of Sam Perkins. About... Yes. Thank you. That's exactly right. Tanner, you have Earl Clark voice. Like, you don't sound. There's a sense of like, urgency. Yeah. You don't sound super excited about anything. And I think it's just your voice. It's not your fault. Yeah. I <laughs> struggle with this with my face.
5: Yeah. So I know. Like more of a monotone voice, kind of. I can get excited, though. So, but I, I do, I do acknowledge that. So you are right. Okay. Get back to the work on the
3: phone. Like I sound like I I can get excited (laughs) though. (laughs) Right. (laughs) He's leaning into it now, right? He's just Stephen Wright as a radio guy. What is there to
5: be excited about though? I'm exactly. It's, 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 it's the dog days.
3: (laughs) By the way, I I don't know if you happen to uh, it shouldn't be for crying out loud. Stephen Wright though. Did you, uh, the, the, very sad passing of Richard Lewis yesterday. Of course. Uh, did you happen to see Mike Ficaro tweeted that Billy Joel's line and um, the where he says had a old friend who used to be real close, mm-hmm. uh, closed up shop, had a ticket for the West Coast, now he's he right. in a stand-up. That's Richard Lewis. Is it really? he's talking about. Wow. I did not I had know no that. idea.
4: Either did I. Either did I. Um, man, that's, that's something. I that, had no idea yeah, that that's what I. I was about. Yeah. Um, Larry David had a great his again, statement his thing about I'll never you know, forgive him. I'll never forgive you for making me sob today. Mm-hmm. You know? It
3: was perfectly Larry David. Mm-hmm. It really is.
4: Yep. Even though I'm not enjoying the new season of curb, I think it's, I have not watched any of the new yeah, season. It's all. jump the shark
3: shows. The, well, I mean, they don't last forever, man. They don't. Unfortunately,
4: as the movie cocktail says, everything ends badly. <laughs> Otherwise it wouldn't end.
3: Texture says, Tanner should look like the phone jockeys in Peaky Blinders. I love that. That's yes. Yes. (laughs) Texture,
4: you win. That's fantastic. (laughs) That's a good one.
3: Texture says, special request. Can Louisville hire Baby Billy to announce the dismissal of Kenny Payne? (laughs) It's a good loss, nerd. That's two for two with the text. I know. Textures are feeling it today. They can't call, it's all pent up. You guys are on another level texting, which I appreciate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, <laughs> the text it in the gif of uh, Samuel L. Jackson with the cigarette hanging out of his uh-huh. mouth, like this is Tanner working on the phones. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this hacker crap. <laughs> oh, that's such a good call. You guys are on it today. Texture wants to know: Does Tanner like the Deftones? I have no idea what that's about. I Tanner, I don't know if I just stepped into a joke that I'm not getting. Yeah. I always worry I'm, I'm, like I,
5: this. I don't know what that means. I'll look it up though. I'll you don't know, know what the Deftones are? Um, not familiar.
3: Hmm. Oh, yeah. these people that are so young. Here's what I like. Texture says, can you expand on why the ACC seems to hate us? Like we were talking about uh, yes. before. I felt it. I hear it all the time. Never understood the hate. Uh, we are uh, not in North Carolina, uh, basically. Uh, and it's not, not the again- Atlantic coast. <laughs> it's simple. Man, last <laughs> night my son was like, Dad, what does ACC mean again? And I'm telling him, and he's like, we're not on the coast, though. I'm <laughs> right? like, buddy, I got bad news for you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Ten doesn't mean anything either. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was rough. Yeah. Numbers don't mean anything. Yeah. Geography doesn't mean anything. Son, nothing means anything. The laws don't mean anything. Nothing. <laughs> Good luck. Just but thinking. the truth is, they yeah. liked the conference when they could drive everywhere. And the, the oldest and most established media parts of the ACC loved that there were four schools in North Carolina. It's Georgia Tech, just go up two down. in Virginia. Mm-hmm. Maryland was as far away as they really had to go. And it was great. Right, like, yeah. like, like yeah. That's, they loved that and wish for that, and have been mad ever since Florida State of Miami joined, and then Boston College, Pitt, Syracuse joined, and right. it's, they've they've been mad ever since. And Louisville was just one of those. Yeah, um, it's like anything else. You're just used to like when teams
4: join the Big East. Uh, you know, it's just Creighton as uh, great team, great program, but wouldn't say they're the Big East, right? When you're right. In, your location so uh it it it, i get it um there's some disdain for for louisville as far as that goes because yeah it is convenient and we're not even talking about the footballs and the basketballs we're talking about all the other sports too it makes it tough for travel when you're not just having a, a, um, a charter plane and you've got to take two planes and then you got to get to the midwest and all of a sudden it's 12 degrees and snowing it makes a difference
3: also they all hated maryland no one liked Maryland. No one liked going to Maryland. They were like the Yankees of the conference. And they just, in the same way that the league, I think, tried to lift Louisville in and just drop them into the Maryland-sized hole, mm-hmm. uh, they, they do the same thing. And so that was always a, kind of a part of it as well. Uh, but, look, there were, like, there were a bunch of columns when the ACC tournament was in Brooklyn. From North Carolina, like, how come I can't just go drive and stay in the exact same hotel right. uh, where I know where everything is in Greensboro? Well,
4: no, they can.
3: And <laughs> You're welcome, too. <laughs> For right. the
4: next 40 years, right?
3: Well, I don't know what's better, that or the Big Ten moving the tournament around constantly, and it's going to be from, like, Chicago to Detroit to Las Vegas. Right. That's not better. No. Um, either Chicago
4: or in Indianapolis, it was great. You know, it was really well done. I remember going to the last one that was— Ray, COVID, I was at um, watching Richard's Minnesota team play, and it was uh, just a great atmosphere until that night.
3: Now, yesterday, uh, it began to be reported, I think it really short kind of shortly after we uh, went off the air, Ross Dellinger and others, they're in the midst of uh, negotiating the college football playoff after 2026. So for the next two years, we're getting the 12-team model. But mm-hmm. after that, they are working on uh, a model that we've been afraid – the the Big Ten and the SEC are trying to very well uh, working very hard to to just tilt this thing to where they get everything, and the model that's being thrown around. Uh, I think the word that Ross Dellinger used yesterday, which is very weird, said uh, the, a model that's being socialized like <laughs> like it's a an abused dog, and we're you know we're going to take it out and so it can learn to be around people and dogs mm-hmm. uh, is a model of fourteen teams, in which the SEC would get three. Guaranteed automatic qualifying bids. The Big Ten would get three, and then the ACC would get two, and the Big Twelve would get two. There would be one for the highest-ranked uh, group of five champion, and then three at-large bids. And I have to say, uh, you know the, the the gif of Alonzo Morning on the sidelines where he's like shaking his head no, and then he like but then he's shaking his head yes. Yeah, him and Hardaway. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's that's how I feel about that model, because on the one hand. This ACC getting anything, great. Like, and getting two is, is two more than you got right now. And, and like, the idea, because there have been a whole lot of years where we don't even really like the champion of the ACC, the, them, them getting two is amazing. I mean, this year, look at that. Like, you know you're getting two. So, you, like, I, I understand that. And, and part of me hears that model and says, like, take the money and run right like it, because especially with the, the the specter of Florida State trying to sort of sue their way out of here mm-hmm. uh, perhaps you look at that and you're like well we we'll probably go ahead and sign off on that but I cannot make myself have peace with the idea of just admitting you're not as good as the other two even th- and I hate that they're making them do that because they're not but it, it was supposed to be performance based right like you're supposed to just argue about it. That's what we do in college football, you argue about it. But instead, this like makes it the law. They get three, they get three. And there. Are, I hate the idea of making that structurally how it is, when there are going to be years where that third team from either one of those leagues might not be that great. And I, while I don't like it for the ACC in admitting you're not as good as those leagues, mm-hmm. uh, I'm willing to admit it, but don't make me do it like that. Yeah. Uh,
4: I mean, you're taking it, yeah. You're taking it very personal. Very personal. I <laughs> I, I, I see what you say, And, yeah, it's, you look on the bright side, as you said, and with, the, with the great meme of preferring. We've had some great references today. I agree. Um, but the fact that you know you're getting two teams in, and I understand it's a larger field, but you're guaranteed two, yeah,' it, it, you're not on the, yeah, you get, you're jealous of, of Big Brother, SEC and, and you know, getting, getting the three teams. but you get two, and you've got the at-larges too. so you know, that, that, that bodes well if you look at it from, from that view. But I understand. I like you being defensive of the ACC. And Louisville and all that kind of stuff. But I, you know, what I really don't like about it is, Uh, and seeing you defend the ACC is kind of interesting right now, if you think about it, because you're really defending them. Well,
3: I think like it's conceivable that the ACC could, if say, if they if they were to remain, if Florida State and Clemson and Miami and and Louisville, like Mm -hmm. like you could have a league that's every bit as good as the others in the top one, two, three, four, five. Like you could. You haven't and i understand being frustrated with with it uh but like i would feel like in that acc you could still be in competition for making the playoff all the time i what i don't like about it is how many times did we have this debate in the 14 playoff where it was it doesn't matter if you're a conference champion or not i just want the four best teams Mm -hmm. and now you're just saying like i just want Teams from this league, almost no matter what they've done, but and you can see it, you can see it
4: change. All of a sudden, like you said, Miami's really good. Clemson's really good. Florida State stays, and they're very good. Louisville's very good. They'll change it. I I, I don't think they're inflexible from the, that standpoint where they can't change. Like and realize, okay, this is something we could we can tinker with because we're just trying to figure this out anyway. All of a sudden, the ACC is a. You realize. No, they, they're going to be a juggernaut with three of the four teams. Yeah, maybe it changes. You, you, you could see that, right? With just uh, the fact that how they're putting everything into place, I don't think that's going to be written in stone. I don't.
3: I'm sure that there will be look-ins and be the, the ability to sort of renegotiate parts exactly. of it. Uh, I would like to think, by the way, if, the, if you're the ACC, I think really the real thing that you're trying to gauge and figure out here is, is this going to stay this way if – If, say, Florida State and Clemson aren't in the ACC anymore, are you still going to get two? I mean, if you are, sign the deal and get a third team at large every year. Uh Right? Like, like that's what you got to do. It's just sort of you do the work of earning your way in. The other ones get automatics, whatever. There's nothing you can do about it at this point. Uh, But if you can still hold on to that deal and still get in, I'd be all for that.
4: I I still see scenarios where it just as as we go through all this stuff, even as 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 quick as a, a year from now, I could just see things just changing again. It we, we just how things are. All of a sudden, people aren't happy with the ACC with the travel. Um, the the teams from the Pac-10 that went to the Big Twelve—they're not Big Ten—they're not happy with that travel. I mean, and then all of a sudden, it's it's adjusted again. And we're not talking about this this very well, don't even want to say powerful, but very educated and decisive and reliable entity called the NCA where they can put it together. And so yeah, for right now, um, I take it all in, you know, and I, I know when I listen to you and you know, your your knowledge of just the conference realignment and all this stuff, and I just think if we were talking about this a year, you know, two years ago, of, of right, the Stanfords and the ACC right. and all this other stuff, and UCLA is going to have to go play, you know, Rutgers. Uh, uh, Rutgers, right? I'm like, no, that's like, that's ridiculous. They should meet in Nebraska. Yeah. Right. Like, we'll be halfway. It should be halfway, right? Find a new. You play <laughs> in Creighton every You year. just have a big crowd for that, that game, right?
3: <laughs> yeah, I can't get a big crowd for that game either way. Hey,
4: you're right. right. But um, yeah. But people in Jersey would be like, "Yeah, let's Saturday afternoon. We'll go to the Rutgers game for a little bit, and then we'll then we'll go uh, get a slice." But man, I, I I'm telling you, I don't speak about it much. But I just I think it's constantly morphing, and I think it's it's right now such an amoeba that I think it's just gonna it's it's gonna change shapes again
3: sooner than you think. You know, I, I the thing I hate about it is I just hate there being something codified into like into law. That isn't um, merited, right? Like, what if it's not set? It's like, okay, this is
4: we got this, we figured it out.
3: How good you are if you're the third best SEC team you're in? Like, Mm -hmm. really? Like, we can't conceive. I mean, the Big Ten has had a whole lot of years where it's Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State, and then. And I realize that USC and you like they've added more teams, so it's probably not going to be that way. But like, there have been a lot of years. Where the Big Ten hasn't been nearly as Mm -hmm. deep. Like I think every in the SEC, especially with OU and Texas Senate now, every year ten of those fan bases think they should win the national championship every year. That's not true in the Big Ten.
4: No, not the Big Ten for sure. I think the SEC, yeah. If you said four for the SEC, I'm gonna argue with you. Honestly. But yeah, the Big Ten, I mean, when you drop to that third team, and if you're gonna talk about someone like Illinois or Iowa or just it just happens to be one of those teams right all of a sudden you've got Ohio State and Michigan but then the other teams and even the teams that have come in are okay yeah it's it's not a great formula but it's the best they can do
3: uh interesting uh, to note also Tom Pelcero and a bunch of others Jonathan Jones from CBS that the NFL secretly tested optical tracking in two stadiums and the Super Bowl last year for line-to-gain rulings. So optical tracking of where the football was for first downs and for the you know goal line, all that sort of thing. And league officials liked it, and the technology isn't that – they're not sure it'll be ready for everybody, uh, but by 2025, so for the next season, not this upcoming no, season, chains. chain game would be in the event of technical failure, but we could be moving towards just a – optical measuring of where the ball went without there having to be guys that run out there with a chain (laughs) it's the most obsolete thing like it's the funniest thing. it really is that this this chain
4: crew can decide like the one guy could just grab it look at something all of a sudden he looks up at taylor swift and he just moves his chain just not not how many times have we seen that stuff right and just you know wait a second it looks like they got to the 34 how is it not even like yeah that's... I love when a guy, like, puts the ball down and then just, like, starts sliding it on the That's ground. That's the other thing, too. Like, that doesn't change, though, the, the yardage. Like, the referee can just all of a sudden put his right foot down. And I never know because two guys come running in. They stick their foot out. I don't know who – I don't know what it is. Who's right. got – you know, who gets to, you know, put it in. Are they putting it behind their shoe, in front of their shoe?
3: That's like an inch or two going right there. There's a lot to football, like, that just – it's like – Now, here's what I don't know exactly. Yeah. yeah. The measurement, right, like this sounds like it'll be sort of technical instead right. of it being – but the, the spotting Lasers. is – Right. Still the, the same. The spotting sure looks like a dude just like, ah, I think got about right here. Yeah. <laughs> like that's not exact at yeah. all. No, and that's sometimes true. Like, it's not like they're always perfectly sideways with the ball, right, to where they're like, okay, I could spot it. It'll just be like a dude – Forty-five degree angle for me. I'm just ah, I think he got about right there. No,
4: even on punts sometimes. On oh, punts, like they go yes. out of bounds, and I'm like, "Is he gonna stop?" It's almost like the like you know, it's it's, it's like, like a like countdown, no like, like, right? It's like you, <laughs> where's exactly. He stop? Is he stopping? No, he's not. Wait, he's at the thirty-three. He's not gonna stop. He's keep going, keep going. He gets to the thirty-eight. You know, sometimes you get excited, like you bet yourself. I want to get past. It's I yeah, want him to walk past the thirty-five. Like yes. <laughs> makes no sense like you can exactly tell where that ball went out of bounds give me a break
3: what would you think what do you think of like the led floor with the, with the all-star game i thought it was, it was again, i think that stuff's the future man i i
4: don't know it, it eventually
3: you mean like for all you know the games my like my my hellscape you know like what is it uh, black mirror the netflix show with like dystopian technology future mm-hmm. right like yes. in the future the floor will show something else while you're watching the game, right? So, like, you look at the floor, and they'll be like, TikTok. Look, we need enough
4: distractions, all TikToks, <laughs> He that
3: stuff. just be scrolling TikToks on the LED floor while they're playing NBA, but I'm telling you, man, it's coming.
4: Well, Drew Deener has mentioned this. When is it going to come, like, all the, the immediate lines, like, not just the lines that, like, okay, the next series, you know, it's a timeout, and it's a punt. The next series is going to end in a punt, or it's going to end, is that going to be up on the... Like for ESPN with their own gambling service, is that going to be on the screen, where they can just put up the live yes. bets and say, "Hey, all of a sudden out
3: of nowhere, right?" Yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah, that's happening.
3: Oh, I, I there's no sign to me anywhere uh, that, that gambling's going anywhere. Oh, that train but, is, yeah, right. Although I did see today, um, there is a hey, bill has been filed in the West Virginia State House of Representatives, mm-hmm. uh, which you would have to imagine is wild like to be a fly on the wall exactly sure. but the, the bill was filed that uh, creates a, a basically kind of a no fly list for gamblers where if you are found or cited to harass athletes or coaches mm-hmm. online for your gambling outcomes you are banned from gambling in that state and i gotta tell you I love that. Oh, that's I'll great. take it all day. You want to yeah. tweet at Bob Huggins because you didn't, you know, they didn't cover well, one. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I you know want to tweet you at them and you, they don't cover? Yeah. You suck. Uh-huh. You don't get to gamble
4: anymore. I yeah. love that. I I'm not arguing with that one iota. I mean that's that's part of it. it. You get that's if you're gonna gamble, like you're not gonna get tweet or or message at the athlete for like <laughs> for, for missing a shot. That's ridiculous. So yeah, I'm on board with that one. I like that one.
3: Yeah, I, I think it's, it is a brilliant idea. Will love, it pass? Will it pass? I would hope so. Yeah. And you immediately turn that into some kind of recruiting advantage, right? We'll, no, we'll ever mess with you here.
4: No, I was, yeah, I was also thinking that, like, they don't want to lose gambling money, so they got to look at that side. But who knows?
3: All right, so uh, this is great. Texture says, guys, my daughter doesn't believe I can text you all. Can you shout out Presley James for me? We most certainly can. Your, your dad can text you, uh, can text us. We read it, and you are nine years old, and your dad is awesome for listening, and so are you, and we appreciate
4: it. We appreciate it, Presley. You're the
3: best. Now, this is one of my favorite things to do. I yeah. uh, do this with, uh, with my kids, with, uh, with Angela's daughter. Uh, today, give me a word. Just give me, before, before you leave, just give me a word, and I will say it during the show, and right. it's just for you. I do, and I'm not going to tell you all what it is, and I never do. But it'll be a weird one, and I will shoehorn it in somewhere. It wasn't shoehorn, but I will uh, (laughs) shoehorn it in. And that's, you know, so yes, your dad's a good listener, I assume, uh, and that uh, he's awesome for texting us, and we appreciate you guys listening. Thank you. Yeah. Presley, thanks for for listening, Presley. Now, the truth is, Presley, your dad probably does tell you a lot of things that aren't true, but that's (laughs) what we do. As your dad where it's safe for us to lie to you all the time to help you build up your immunities so you'll be able to BS detect all of this from every Mm -hmm. other person that you meet. There's a method to it. That's what we're supposed to do here.
4: Yeah, good call, Mark.
3: We know what we're up to. Yeah, good call. Like Calvin's dad and Calvin and Hobbes, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that's what we do. All right, let's take our last break here. We'll come back, wrap things up here. I'm The Drive on I find the bill. be
0: right back.
3: You're listening to The Drive, presented by Fitness Market, right here on 93.9 The Ville. Now, here's Mark Ennis and Mark Lieberman. Welcome back into The Drive here on 93.9 The Ville. Mark Ennis, Mark Lieberman, Texture says, Guys, I'm excited to take my five-year-old daughter to the women's game tonight. With unbelievable tickets, I'm the luckiest dad in the world should be a great one Mm -hmm. uh and uh, jeff i love i have always loved this about him it's not enough to win this has to be fun to watch Uh, and i I think the fans appreciate that they respond to him and 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 i have loved his message to the players he said this with us on tuesday look you don't have to win all the time now you damn well better but you don't have to win all the time but if you have left it out there these people will love you and he is so right about that like I, I hated, I think, kind of early on in Kenny's tenure, the fans, I think, around here were made to feel like they were kind of part of the problem
5: mm-hmm.
3: and, because they weren't winning. It was just sort of like, yeah, either win or we're going to hate you. And it, it's really not like that because there are a whole lot of teams that didn't win, like big-time win, that are, that are some of the fans' favorites because of how they maximized what they were. And it's that feeling of kind of not getting that that people really miss. Yeah, just how they compete.
4: He talks about getting first to the floor, traffic rebounds, uh, sprinting, diving, chasing after every basketball. Yeah, that that's part of it. And and I mentioned earlier, like you want your players to come to the locker room and they're just so exhausted after a game because they played so hard on the floor. That's that's what you want as a coach. That's a given. That's what you expect. That's what you that's what you instill in them. So he's done that. So, uh, yeah, and my daughter, Emery, she loves going to the women's games. I,
3: I took uh, my daughter's multiple times. I need to do that. Uh, again, Florida State has been a good series for Louisville uh, in, uh, in the ACC, uh, and they need, uh, they need a bounce-back game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I am sure uh, that the issues that were identified by Jeff Uh, After the Virginia loss, which I think was a bummer for them, uh, will be addressed. You will notice a difference.
4: Yeah, I agree. I think they'll. uh... He's not one
3: to let things linger. Nope,
4: they'll get after
3: it. Uh, It looks like, by the way, that the NFL the Competition Committee, having finished uh, wrapping up a meeting here, not going to uh, make any changes to the fumble through the end zone rule. Hmm. You know, the truth is that's one of the few rules that I don't really know what the right answer is. Right, fumble through the end zone. The other team gets the ball like it's a touchback. My, that that seems heavy-handed, but I don't know what sounds better.
4: I have a theory. I just my thing was always if the offensive team fumbles through the end zone, they get the ball at the twenty going in, but just first and ten from there.
3: Like they keep the ball?
4: they keep the ball, but it's it goes back to the twenty. That's your consequence for the fumble. But for for to lose, you know, like you you know, as you're that do, close to the end zone, yeah. Um. Now, if it goes out, if it's recovered, it should be the other team's ball. But if it goes through the end zone, then I think they should retain it.
3: Yeah, that's one. uh, I, I think you're right that the thing that doesn't feel good about it is giving the other team the ball when they didn't do anything. That's the thing. Right. Like turnovers are every other case. The other team takes the ball. They intercept the ball. They recover the fumble. They sack you in the end zone and then they get the ball or whatever it is. Right. But, like, in that situation, they didn't do anything and they get the ball.
4: Well, you get the Leon Let argument, you know, for that. So, you know. So uh,
3: that's, is that what the rule should be? The, the Leon Lett. <laughs> unless you were being a jerk.
4: Unless you're <laughs> jogging and showboating. Um, unless but you deserve like, that. Yeah, like, like, I know it was a Flowers situation. I know it was recovered by Kansas City. But, like, it should be. Situation where it goes out of bounds. You're you're sprinting and some guy slaps at the ball. Yeah, I think the twenty yard line going in is the way to go.
3: It looks like they are also going to try something that I think is a giant mistake, and that's to legislate out the hip drop tackle. Oh gosh, Uh, which I it's one of those things where I feel like I understand the intent, but it's going to be a nightmare.
4: The first two weeks of preseason. The game Everything. will be stopped 19 times for the hip drop tackle.
3: All right, we're going to try and open up the phones here. Oh, wow. Uh, and see if we can get some of you in. So if you got thoughts on uh, that debacle last night uh, and, and what, it, what remains of this season, uh, you are welcome to give us a call here. So 8150-939, if you want to jump in, we'd love uh, to at least give you a chance uh, to, to, to call. But just bear in mind, if, it, if we're still dealing with issues, uh, we're just going to have to bail back out here. Uh, but they're going to define hip drop tackling as having three components grab swivel and dropping weight on the back of the ankle uh, which sounds like a dance move or something too but there this seems like it's it's noble i understand what you're going for because those the injuries are gross right it's a leg breaker basically we see it all the time far too uh, often than we should how are you going to bring someone down? Well, how I you know, we talked about uh, making things where so we have to think a little bit less. What we're asking football players to do in terms of tackling is kind of crazy. They can't if tackle it, quarterbacks too no, hard. You can't. Zooming. Right. So then and then guys break tackles and
4: all of a sudden you're losing money as a defensive player. I don't understand that. It's a violent sport. That, you know, unless you're going to make it flag football, these things are going to happen. You played football, like you you know, like you can't. Guys going to make a tackle on Derrick Henry, and you know he he knows he's got to go low. If somehow it looks like a, whatever it's called, hip drop, drop, hip tackle. drop, yeah, cuz tight. Yeah,
3: know I know what you mean. To, to, I just I know, like a exactly, word, right?
4: but that's how else are you gonna bring that guy down? Like seriously, how else are you you know? And and here comes one of those. Unicorn tight ends right down the middle. Right, and right. how are you going to bring them down to your safety? To you know, you're a 205-pound safety. How are you going to tackle them? So I
3: don't, I don't understand. Are they like the most absurd of athletes, the tight ends in the NFL? I love them because they're, you know, ridiculous.
4: The former basketball players and power forwards. I mean, Jimmy Graham, you know, made, you know was a really good basketball player at Miami. And then
3: Look, we got desensitized to how ridiculous Antonio Gates Gronkowski, right. Like that is an enormous person. Yeah. An act, like they're polar Lund, bears as four as four. calls them. Yes, he's a polar bear. A, yeah, that's yeah. right. And if you've got one, good luck defending my offense cuz we yeah. can do whatever we want. I mean, when Kittle's right, I mean, yeah. like he's the monster, right? Well, I mean, you don't get Super Bowl teams without one now. Mhm. Like you do not without having that being like think of like they're all yeah. awesome. And there really aren't even guys like in other sports. I can't think of like equivalents of that where they're just like all of everything. But football is kind of unique in that way and have like enormous.
4: But that's become it. all the rage too. like you mentioned, like having those guys like I know the Bills drafted. Um, I, don't know, I think it was Kincaid um, this year as a first round tight end when they had Knox yeah. to have like two tight ends because it's a weapon. That's what the Patriots tried to do with. um Gronkowski and, and whoever shall not be, yeah, who shall no remain kidding. nameless.
3: Yeah, <laughs> they, how awkward do you think it is to, to like look back on? If you're a Florida fan, right? Like you look back on those those years, and like what became of so many of those people? <laughs> See, I think Swamp Kings didn't do a very good
4: job. I agree. Oh, but watch the I mentioned this off. The, watch the Dynasty, and it is so far fantastic and they're going to they even mentioned that they're going to talk about the Aaron Hernandez and the um his situation with the Patriots. So and and having watched the first four episodes, I could see them getting into it because it is really you have everybody. You've all the big the big wigs talking. So it's 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 been pretty good so far.
3: No, I mean, I read the, the it's better to be feared, which is awesome, but that is almost entirely focused on Belichick and Brady. Mm-hmm. It's not about, like, the whole thing. Right. This thing is fantastic. I mean, I, I think the most fascinating part of all of them is how none of them coaches turned out to be worth a crap. Mm-hmm. Like, he, Belichick might be the best ever and all that. Utterly unable to replicate himself anywhere.
4: Well, again, if you don't have your, your point guard slash quarterback, how many of those guys went somewhere and had their guy? Right, even like these last, uh, Josh McDaniels with Tim Tebow, yeah. and then Jimmy Garoppolo, who you know obviously had a, re- a relationship with, but he's not the player he was, and I never thought he was a, a elite quarterback. I mean, yeah, if you have Tom Brady, makes life pretty good. It does make you a good coach. Yeah, you have Steph that. Curry, makes life pretty good. Pretty good coach. Yeah, you know what you're doing. You have those type of guys.
3: Yeah, I do remember uh, when they hired Steve Kerr. you have like Steve Kerr, isn't that the NCAA tournament guy, mm-hmm. the TNT guy? Yeah, yeah. Well, Steph Curry. He was, was really good. Oh, I, I, he's a
4: great communicator. Yeah, yeah. He was good on the uh, um, did one of our games too. I think really? it was like right before. It might have been right before he got hired. But I just rem- I remember, um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, him doing the game. Him and Reggie Miller were there, and
3: Grant yeah. Hill was Grant Hill on the, on Mm-mm. the calls. Then
4: Mm-mm. it was. Uh,
3: Kevin Harlan, and then those two guys. He's the best. Well, he's, best he's, in the business. He's, and also one of the nicest people in the world. Like, uh, just a wonderful dude. That's good to know. Big he, fan of his. So when ownership flew us out, when I got hired full-time, went to a game there, and he, they took us out to the dinner the night before the Monday night game that we went to. He met us there because he lives there mm-hmm. and has a pretty good relationship with our ownership at A-10, you know, in Kansas City. And he came to the table. He's very funny. He's just this big He's everything. His voice sounds like he is, <laughs> and he just is like, "Do you want me to do the Kevin Harlan voice, like to us?" That was right? Very That's right. That's great. Yeah, it was great. I was like, "Yes, I do." Oh yeah, when you when you get to meet him and Sean McDonald on the same night. Oh, look at that, oh, Sean like, McDonough. Yeah, he's my life. he's, he's the best. He's,
4: he's my good. number one. He's good. He's your number one. Oh, huh? yeah. Yeah. Um, I hope somehow, like they ease Brady into it.
3: You think he's going to be very good? I think he is. Because I think he's going to be maniacal about being good about it, good at it. He's going to study. He's going to listen to himself. He's going to take coaching. and con- He's one of those guys that's obs- – the thing that comes through in that book is he is obsessed with daily improvement, uh-huh. everything. Right. He, he will not be complacent. Like he, it might be annoying how much he tries to to get better at it, but yeah. I, th- I think he'll be good. Um, yeah, and you'll see some of that in the
4: dynasty too. But I would like to see a trade then and see greg olsen go to cbs uh, and replace
3: instead of being buried
4: yeah and replace that guy because i think he's kind of the the uh the bloom is off the rose with our friend um romo yeah
3: yeah he really really did trample the uh the winning call there in the uh, the super bowl he,
4: yeah and he was singing uh, adele on the way out he was great <laughs> early on because he was calling every play like this formation's gonna do that yeah. So, I think because he's not around the game, maybe, like, actually, is a, like he doesn't have the read anymore. I don't know, but it's not enjoyable.
3: No, I, I enjoyable. agree. But, and I really enjoy I turn the sound it.
4: down with him. You what? I turn the sound down. That bad, huh? Yeah, I'm, I'm like uh, Buck and um, Aikman. Aikman. I love them. Oh, me too. Um, me too, for sure. And, and even Collinsworth, I can listen to. I'm, I'm okay. I can see your face. You, you don't have to agree with me.
3: I'm neutral about comedy. Okay, yeah, but I'm fine, don't with, him. I'm fine with it. I dislike
4: I'm fine with it. But don't. the only one I turned down is 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 uh I can understand. is Romo. I
3: understand, and yeah. that's a shame because he was all the rage. What I liked about Romo right away is he sounded like just like a really excited fan. Yes, and now he, I feel like he's trying to sound like Tony Romo.
4: He's just trying too hard. He's right. It's not like the insight's not there. That that even like with Greg Olson, I think he's he's fantastic. So don't want to lose out on him as like yeah a, he as, and
3: what uh uh Burke halter is that his name I think so yeah and they they, they play off each other very yeah, well they're no I agree uh the, the the thing I worry about with Brady is like the voice he has kind of a thin whiny voice and Romo I think part of his charm was sort of like yeah like the raspy cowboy uh mm-hmm. quarterback voice cowboy voice quarterback voice <laughs> cowboy voice would be funny too well, he actually uh, did yeah I don't, when Brady like if you all of the uh Highlight videos of him over the years and everything, like very excited and screaming let's go and everything. He's just pretty, pretty thin voice-wise. Uh, that's not super fun to listen to. I don't know what he'll sound like, mm-hmm. but he'll work on it. Like, I'm positive he will be utterly anal retentive about all of this.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: And we always
4: talk about it. I just like to know what I don't know. Like, I think I get that from, from a lot of the guys out there. Like, even... Um, you want them to tell you stuff you don't know. Oh, I love it. I just... I, I, it's, that's just... That is just candy for me when I just, this is why this play worked or, or whatnot, or this is what, what he's trying to do. And
3: I love that stuff. See, that's but. why I enjoy the Manning cast uh, because they'll talk about, like, you know, normally on first down, a two minute drill, the first thing you want to do is this. But man, I, I, I would never know that. Mm-hmm. I would have no way of knowing that. Why would you? And they'll tell you why. And I, if, if, there was, if I could give any advice to the Manning cast, stop having guests. Just those two. Just you two. Mm-hmm. It's, to me, it's much more fun because they, they bring the guest in. Usually their mic sucks, whoever the guest is, and there's that slight delay. And they get off the game somewhat. Absolutely. They just start chatting or they start asking them for predictions, but there's that little bit of a delay. So by the time the time person figures it out, they hear the silence and they're like, oh, well, they, were, they wanted to start talking, but then they got asked a question. They don't get the prediction in before the play even happens. Mm-hmm. I, you two talk. Make fun of each other. You want to make fun of his big head. You want to make fun of him for not winning as much as you do. Whatever. But the guest ruins it for me. I'd rather them just do it by themselves.
5: The best part, the best Manning cast ever, though, was uh, I think it was the first one they did when uh, Hackett was still with the Broncos and they were playing the Seahawks. And like Peyton's like, all right, they got to call a timeout. All right, call a timeout. Why, why are they not calling a timeout? Why are, and then they just ran out the clock and tried to kick like a 60 yarder and his just disbelief in his former team was one of the funniest commentating moments I can think of in recent history
3: yeah the visible undeniable disgust that Peyton Manning feels mm-hmm. at anything mm-hmm. wrong yeah the crowd being loud when they have the ball mm-hmm. uh, any kind of uh, bad decision uh, a guy not catching the ball on a really nice throw, like a wasted, really nice throw. he mm-hmm. basically just like get out of my life, mm-hmm. and it. I I enjoy that, I do. And then Eli just be like, settle down. <laughs> it's like, exactly, you know. It's like yeah,
4: exactly. They 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 play off each other very well. But he's very insightful. Um, I don't get to watch enough of it because I do like Aikman and Buck. So, I understand. Yeah, I wish they would do like if they did a different game, like sometimes when they have those double header monday night games and they would do maybe they should do the booth they that would be just a little I thing would to love try that. right I,
3: these alternative broadcasting you know how we were just talking about the floor yeah. being different and all that uh-huh. i think we're going to see more of these and not all of them work mm-hmm. but football with a play and then like diagnosis and discussion and then a play it's perfect for for the alternative broadcast that you can sort of theme a certain way uh, i think tnt when, uh, when or, or CBS and TNT on the NCAA tournament when they have the championship game or the Final Four and you get, like, the Homer broadcast too. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. I love all that stuff, and I'm here for all of it. I want yeah. more of that stuff.
4: I, I think that we could do without the actual If you had just both the Mannings in the Booth, yeah, like you said, have something unique and an alternative to the usual play-by-play because you can watch the game and they can just comment. That would be fascinating.
3: I think Peyton's got a ton of personality too. Like oh, yeah. He can, he can be Mike one. And not every former, not most former players can do that.
4: I mean, the guys hosted award shows. Like, even the Pro Bowl, like, and I don't watch, but I just see the clips. And Nobody he's just, he's he's entertaining with all this stuff. It's fantastic.
3: Yeah. He seems like, a, to me, he seems like one of those guys that is even more fun, like, off camera. hmm Right? Like, you get the produced and disciplined, but still fun. But, like, him off camera, you'd probably be shocked what you heard, don't you think? I mean, it's <laughs> just like...
4: I just one of his best skits is the Saturday Night Live skit when he's just pegging the kids. Where's that? Dude, yeah, yeah, he's just self-aware. He understands he can make fun of himself. It's it's great. It's great. He's
3: great. Oh, and then he's teaching him how to steal cars and all like with the like the Big Brothers Big <laughs> yeah, Sisters. Yeah. yeah, it's
4: yes. And then did you see where Eli Manning dressed up as that? Um,
3: like a juco transfer.
4: Uh huh. Yeah, and he's like, "What position do you play?" He's like quarterback and then he just goes out there yeah, they he's
3: think he's a bum when he right shows to practice right.
4: right yeah he's got he's got like a long hair and he's got like a fake mustache and but he's just
3: throwing rockets so yeah fun stuff Texas those guys belichick's can't. trying to get into tv now i gotta tell you pass <laughs> and i know you've mentioned that Sabin's
4: gonna do a good job
3: I think Saban will be excellent. Yeah, yeah I do we might too. find out he's got more personality than we ever knew. Yeah,
4: and and sometimes it comes through. But yeah, but with Belichick. Is there any other
3: coach that you'd really like? You think you would at any at any level? Basketball's too easy because they're all the same. They're all like you,
4: Mike but, McDaniel. I would just, <laughs> I would, I would die for him that's just a to wonderful say wonderful choice. Just to say, you know what? I'm not going to do this football stuff. You know, and
3: getting to know angela's daughters and and you you figure out what they like and you bond with whatever they like Mm -hmm. so i listen to more taylor swift than i would ever do on my own (laughs) but you do what you got to do right me too uh (laughs) it's i like taylor swift i just needed a break from the bear remember (laughs) Uh, but uh, her older daughter like the two of us we have bonded over TikToks of mike mcdaniel mic'd up on the sideline (laughs) is that right or the press conferences it's it's our favorite thing
4: gold absolute gold him and like he is set if he gets out of coaching, he is set. You know, he's going to do just a bang up I mean, job. Daniel cast would be super fun. Oh, that they got to get him on. If, all right. If they're going to have a guest, okay, a three man booth, that's or just a guest. Let's allow him. Okay. Let's give uh, them just, you know, not having a, a litany of guests. Just just him
3: when they're not playing. I will say I probably was unfairly harsh about him overall. Uh, I think that I really enjoyed Josh pa- Josh Passner calling games as, like, the color guy because I think he just really likes everybody and just really likes basketball. And, like, it's just energetic and positive and just sort of fun, and he was kind of making fun of himself a little bit. Uh, the, I forget what it was in the Louisville uh, game that he called where the announcer was like, just, the, when you have this good player, I forget who it was, like, Everything works. And Pastor was like, see, coaching's easy. You know, stuff like that. Like, I, I like him. I think he's got a ton of personality.
4: I have uh, I've known him for 14 years. Um, we were dealing with a player when I first got here that was going to transfer um, from Memphis, where he was at. And he and I, even when he uh, lost his job because he had one of my players at Georgia Tech, we talked for a while. Good guy. He's, uh, he's, a, he's a solid guy. So, um. Um. And, and you know what? He's good in studio too, so that's where he also is. Is pretty good, if you have watch you, him.
3: Have you been surprised how uh, relatively enjoyable Bayheim is?
4: I haven't seen that much. Luke's okay. such a huge fan that like says he's great with it, you know and so on. But I, I've seen a little bit. I haven't seen enough, so I'll have to go back and I'll give you my assessment.
3: Texture says Adam Gase would be something. Yes, he would. Do not mention <laughs> that, that, that be...
4: name. I hate him. Where, no, where, sure. where is he now? He doesn't know. Tanner, Tanner should know. Is it ex or is it? No, I'm assistant. thinking Adam Gase. No, I, I,
3: that was the <laughs> perfect answer. And he probably
5: doesn't know, um, I think he was linked God, to stop. maybe getting the a role with Alabama, but I don't think anything came true with that. Yeah, no, he's currently unemployed. I mean.
4: Uh, he, One of he, the
3: weirdest he, people I've ever seen.
4: Uh, he should be fine. He was a head coach for, for the Dolphins and the or the Broncos, right? Was, was it just the Dolphins? Was, no, or the, the Jets. Dolphins and Jets. Then, yeah, the Dolphins, the Jets. Jets. And yep. the offensive coordinator for Peyton Manning, who right. kind of... That's how he got those jumps. Yeah. Yeah. So right, The Peyton, original,
3: I know, Michael McVay. Yeah,
4: Peyton just dropped a notch. So
3: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> He foisted that on the rest of us. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, Texas suggested Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach. Mike Leach, impossible. Would, um, but like he would have been awful because he can't stop.
4: No, he he goes on his diatribes right. or his little stories. Like Lebatard has him go on and on and he just keeps going. And sometimes it's a little incoherent,
3: but yes. it kind of he lands the plane and he's funny. But he's just he's he's just great. I mean, a couple of years ago but, he we had him on the show and he was on for 40 minutes. I
4: mean, <laughs> yeah. let's like, go back and no listen one to that. Does that.
3: But Lane Kiffin would be great, but the only problem with Lane Kiffin is he talks like Tanner, like he doesn't. Dang, he doesn't, he's, <laughs> you know what I mean, Tanner. Like he's very funny, but like it's real low. Like mm-hmm. he's got—he'd have to work real hard on the voice, uh, I think, a little bit just to just to get it up to where you could hear him yes. be funny.
5: But his humor one, is
3: dry. His, uh, like it, mm-hmm. I would love for him to run my team's social media account because he's yeah. funny as hell on social <laughs> media.
4: There was one with him and his daughter, and it was like a baby. I don't know if you saw that one. <laughs> no <laughs> you've got to see that one look that one up it's it's him and his daughter on, i think on tiktok and there was like a cousin or a friend had a baby and he was, he was like making fun of the baby looked and was, oh and he didn't realize he was on camera and he was just like oh <laughs> it's like the
3: seinfeld episode the breathtaking <laughs> you'll enjoy it look I, it up Texture suggests marshawn lynch also would be awesome yes that's true but that would have to be uh cable tv because marshawn's not gonna yeah. He doesn't give a damn about your FCC. Yeah. yeah. No, he does not. No, you know what I mean? Like, he's yeah. not. He doesn't He'd be a good one, one, though. That's he, No, good one. he would be fantastic. He's yeah. got a ton of personality. Yeah. ACC legend Marshawn Lynch now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. so you get to claim him. <laughs> I guess you do. I'm claiming them all. Eric Dickerson, you name it. Uh, Andrew Luck, do. John Elway.
4: It's like all, those, all. All that scrutiny with, like, the Oilers and the Titans records and, and the Browns and the Ravens records, they're all in the ACC now, right? Absolutely. Oh, Tony Gonzalez's all- catches are now Hell yeah. all. Yes, he's the ACC tight end leader of all time. Yes. Yeah.
3: Absolutely. John L.A., like that's Hall of Fame? Oh, yeah. We got that's some good guy. ones. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron and him. Too. Yeah. too. A Rod. Oh. Oh, Aaron Rodgers. God, he's going to be. Let's send Aaron Rodgers to Greensboro, please. <laughs> I want Aaron Rodgers walking around in Greensboro.
0: <laughs>
3: that would be amazing. Yeah. I mean, can't put anything past that guy. Can you name any basketball-related person for SMU? Um, like historical players for SMU? Didn't Kiki vandaway play there? Did he? I believe so. Okay, that's a good one. I think that's that's all I can do.
4: Yeah. Um, it, it, you know, like if you, think, if you think ACC
3: media hates it, Louisville, the dripping contempt for. Cal, Stanford, and SMU—that you will catch across the ACC media—is going to be amazing.
4: The second we're off the air, I'm going to name you like nine yeah, former
5: right. SMU that's players. Goes. That's how it That's like Milton, definitely how it goes. He's an SMU guy. That's right. And, and uh, there it is. Yeah, it.
4: <laughs>
3: there it is. Cal, not a whole lot better. Um,
4: they've they had, um, no.
3: He he went to Stanford. Jason Kidd. Yeah. Um, Jalen Brown. And Adam Durris from Accounting Crows. Yes, that's it. Yes. <laughs> he's a huge cow guy. Yeah. One of my first ever, like at all, social media encounters with anybody, sort of of another another level, was trash talking back and forth when they beat Louisville in the NCAA tournament. Really? In the 8 nine game. Remember that's that? yeah yeah. <laughs> he was he was he was here for it. He had time. as a Oh, say. that's great. That's great. He loves cow. Huge cow guy. That is I hope great. He, I hope he's in Greensboro too. Yeah. All the white guys are dreads.
4: It's all the media of the minds in in, in, in uh, good old Carolina and Charlotte. I,
3: if, you, if you haven't been oh, Greensboro, to Greensboro, have excuse you joined me. the Not ACC Charlotte. if you haven't been to Greensboro? Yeah, yeah. They take a tour. Fact, Every Mecca. team is required
4: to come down there they and take a tour. To. Yes, Yes. Stay at
3: a Best yes. Western.
4: Absolutely. Eat at Denny's, as yes. a behind would that, say. That's it. That's your indoctrination into the ACC. Get come
3: a on. Grand Slam. I mean, it's... What Jenny's, else is it, Denny's? Moon's over my hammy? Moon's that? over my hammy. Look <laughs> at you. Golly.
4: Goshly. Just the grand slam. and Just get the, the well-done hash browns. You're
3: in business. You Got to make them crispy. That's right? Yes. Always. Right. Right. <laughs> that's going to do it for us. I think tomorrow everything's going to work. I'm just calling it now. Or I jinxed it. One of the other. It's Like talking about the no-hitter. We'll see. But you've been listening to The Drive <laughs> on 90 Thunderville. See you.
1: Where do you go to find all your favorite wine, beer, and spirits with selections customized to local tastes? For over 25 years, that go-to place has been Cox's Spirit Shop. Cox's, Louisville's go-to liquor store.
2: Taking care of your family isn't always easy, so we make sure getting care when you need it is.